What's up, my Hanya Hawks? Hope you're PDFG. Hope you're coming off a of PDFG week, going into an even better PDFG weekend. Um, is that too many times to say PDFG in one intro? I think not. But welcome back to the Ramley Viking Podcast. This is going to be your weekly dose of weird. Uh, check social medias. We just updated our my the posting schedule. So going to be throwing college football in the mix. We've already started our NFL stuff, and I know we're on week three and we're a little bit delayed. But hey, better late than never, all right? I go to the beat of my own drum. So come at me, bro. But we're looking at Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. So previously, our your weekly dose of weird has been on Wednesdays. But then after a little bit of break, we are looking at uh, switching that to Fridays because Mondays, we're going to ca- talk about... Whoa. We're going to talk about college football. Wednesdays, we're going to talk about the NFL stuff because Thursday night football gives me a two-day window to figure it out. Uh, Thanks, Goodell. (laughs) And then, so Friday is going to be the weekly dose of weird, which is just, you know, riding the lightning, basically. And so we're going to do every Friday going into the weekend, ride that weekend lightning, have us a real good time. So, I won't uh, waste any more time. Got a lot of things we're probably not going to get to because you know me. I like to tangent a little bit onto, you know, one thing, really hone in. That's how we got the Panhandlers marketing guide. But I think it was worth it. I think it was a worthwhile exploration, and most of these should be. So, let's just start with the fact of my Hanyak moment of the week happened earlier today. I had. I lost my wallet for the majority of the day, only to find out it was in this little cubby on the left of the steering wheel that I never put it, just should it be noted, Keep remember this, never put it, and it, <laughs> it was tucked away, safe and sound, in plain sight, right there, the whole time, so give you a little synopsis of what happened, right, uh, we... We hoof it from Oklahoma City to Enid, you know, hour and a half drive, get up there uh, to do some stuff, get up there, and then all of a sudden, I noticed first time we get out of the car, it's like, oh man, can't find my wallet, I must have, must be in the car, you know, whatever, well then, from there, we do not take my car, so I'm in a different car, and I'm like, well, I'm driving without my wallet, but we'll be all right, and then get back, go to lunch, and I'm like, oh crap, I still can't find my wallet, and so, fortunately, my wife had hers. You know, we're married, so it comes from all the same place. But, you know, it's nice to have the sentiment of, like, ah, no, I got this. Oh, we use my card, right? And not touching on the fact of, you know, who supplies most of the income. But it's fine. And <laughs> go to lunch, use my wife's card to pay for lunch, get home, get, or get back to my parents' house. And I'm like, all right. Time to find the wallet. And, you know, I wore athletic shorts on the drive up, and then I changed once we got there. And so I was like, okay, maybe maybe it was in, in – I took it inside, and I set it down somewhere weird. Nope, didn't do that. Okay, maybe while I was driving, it, like, slipped out of my pocket and fell in the crack of the seat in the center console. And it's, like, either in there or it was now behind the seat. Look all around there. No. So then I kind of look in front of the seat. and No. Look in the center console. No. And look in the driveway. You know, thinking, oh, maybe it just fell on the ground. Walk through the house again. No, no, and no, nothing. So I'm just like, all right, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna hope for the best that when we left uh, this morning, that it just I I got confused and it's just on the counter. 
somewhere, you know, back in the city. And so we're making it, you know, make our way back and it'll, we'll, we'll walk in and it'll be right there beautifully. Just laying, you know, beautiful little self right there on the counter, safe and sound, you know, never, never would have even thought to have been uh, taken, stolen, and then used. And I have to go get a new ID because let's be real, nothing's, nothing's worse than really having to get a new wallet, mainly for the purpose of you have to get a new ID and then any rewards cards that you have. I mean, debit card, credit card, whatever. Just call, cancel it, no big deal, right? And that's why I'm always like, look, if I'm ever getting mugged, I'm be like, hey, can you at least, can, can I just slide out this ID? Can I just take my ID and then like my Sam's Club card or, you know, whatever rewards card I have in there, <laughs> something, you know, I think I have my motorcycle or my health insurance card too. Like, can, I just, can I just snag those? You Look, take the money, take the, take the debit card, good luck for the next hour. Because I'm immediately calling my bank and telling them to cancel that card. So good luck. But can, can I just can I just take those? Or like to those of you who will potentially steal my wallet at some point, can I just say if you, you see my wallet there, you're digging through my stuff and you find my wallet, just just slide the just slide the driver's license out. Just slide it on out, leave it on the ground. And then maybe just go through and be like, all right, what's not a credit card? No, 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 Boom. And shoot. Even, and then you could you could dump it all out on the ground, take the wallet with just like the credit card, debit card in it. And then, or, I mean, you could just take that stuff out. Like just, I know, look, I know you're in a rush because you're a thief. And so this is my open letter to all potential thieves. And not just for my wallet, but anyone's wallet, right? Have a little bit of consideration, a little bit of, little bit of respect here for people's stuff, even though I know you blatantly... Um, are not doing that with the act of thievery, but maybe amidst the thievery, you could still have a little bit of class, all right? So just, you know, I know you're in a rush because you don't want to get caught by me or somebody else, and so you got to move quickly. So, I mean, grab and go is the easiest thing, but even even while you're grabbing and go, like, on the move, just because just I got a real, like, simple little, like, bifold money clip thing, and you can, I mean, there's a little sleeve on the outside, that has my ID in it, and you just, you just as you're walking, just slide that, drop it on the ground, because if if it's within like a ten foot radius of where you stole it, in general, be able to find it at least and and get it, because everyone knows, especially right now, and especially in Oklahoma, how much of a pain it is to try and get a license, because you know we're having to do the real ID thing by like next year or something, and like I've heard of people driving like two hours because. The, their local DMV is like six months out because it's appointments only for this kind of crap. And they're like, what? And so they're like, okay, well, let me call. I don't know. You're in Oklahoma City. They're like, let me call Muskogee or something, you know, whatever. And they're going to some small town. And it's just like, it's kind of bonkers. I don't know if it's still like that. If anyone's in the DMV game or in the market and have been exploring that, you know, let me know if it's still that crazy. But yeah, just, uh, just a little note, little piece of advice for any future thieves out there. Uh, by the way, if you find that your wallet or something like that is missing, but your ID and rewards cards are left behind, I didn't do it. All right. It wasn't me, but maybe it was somebody who listens to his podcast. Okay. I'm not saying I'm going to go down a path of thievery, but just know that I would be a somewhat considerate thief, but but also at the same time, that definitely wouldn't be me, innocent till I die. So yeah, do with that what you will, and uh, would love to hear any of your, if you have any quirky, oh, I didn't finish this story, right? So anyways, I, and we, we start driving, it's like, an, it's a little over an hour drive, and we get, I don't know, 20 minutes almost into it, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, you know, I play the game, 
anytime I lose something, my the, my detective game is all right. Where's the last place I see it? Even if it's like yesterday, right? Because starting down that path, and sometimes it's like ah, that's the last time I remember seeing it, and it's like and there's this big blank, and I can't remember anything. But if you just keep revisiting that, eventually you'll find yourself. Your brain is is like going through that filing cabinet, and they're like, this is the only file I can find. But then. You keep doing that enough, and it, I, I found a lot of times it triggers something where it's like, okay, cool, um, boom. Oh, it's like, wait a minute, all of a sudden you remember something else or something further, a little clue, and you can narrow it down, right? Because I had narrowed it down, I was like, okay, I remember grabbing my wallet, or so I thought, when we left, and then I don't remember, um, but I know that you know when we got, got up to Enid and got to where we're going and I got out, that I, after that I never remember having my wallet. So it's, I narrowed that window down pretty good. And it wasn't anywhere in the car, so I was like, okay, it either is just t- got put somewhere totally weird, or it's, I, I never took it anywhere at all, right? And I was busy getting other stuff, and I maybe initially, you know, you ever do the initial grab, and then you're like, oh wait, but I need to refill my water, so you set something down on the counter, and you refill your water, and then you walk off all, all the time, all the time, right? So I'm playing that game in my head. And it's like, ah, the last place I'm, I remember like grabbing it with all my stuff this morning at some point, but I don't remember being in the car and I'm like, man, my wallet, I, I just hope it's there. And I simultaneously kind of st- look and just glancing to the left, not all the way to the left, in front of me to the left, like my 10 or 11 o'clock. And then it just hits me and I was like, wait a minute. And cause there's this little cubby like on the left side of my steering wheel and the red bandit, that's my 06 Honda Civic, the red bandit. Yeah best car name for no six civic you'll find but anyways so i look right the bandit has this in it and i, and I never put anything there because generally my phone it's not deep enough for my phone and so my if i like hit the gas or something my phone will it'll fall out and uh and, and usually stuff falls out but my wallet will kind of fit there however i usually never end up putting it there for whatever reason i don't know and I just look and simultaneously my brain goes, wait, do you think I slid it in there? And I note and I go, oh my gosh, there's my wallet. Safe and sound. Been chilling like a villain. Been like, I've been here the whole, like if that wallet could talk, it would have been screaming. I mean, I looked for like 10 minutes in the car. Would have been screaming at me. I'm right here. I'm right here. (laughs) Oh man. And to that I say, can't get a hanyak for my hanyak moment because uh, that is yours truly. The head hanyak, if you will, over here doing head hanyak stuff. So found my wallet. It was right there in the car the whole time. Put it in a great place and either I'm going to start putting it there more so it becomes a common place or I'm never going to put it there again. I can't decide. But anyways, I would love for you guys to send in any crazy wallet stories that you might have. Like any stories where you lost your wallet or uh, you lost, maybe you lost something and you didn't find it. Like there's been a couple of times recently where I'm like, I'm trying to go through my checklist and like, okay, phone's not in my pocket. Where's my phone? And then I have my phone and something else in my hand and I go, it's in my hand, stupid. And then, all right, cool. Let's go. <laughs> uh, but any, any, any Hanyak moments um, that you've had related to either wallet being stolen or lost or you just misplaced it or you know, the classic like, oh, where are my glasses? They're on my head, on top of my head, you know, and I, I love those moments. Also, I hate those moments, but you just got to laugh at them, honestly. Like, that's the only thing to do. So that's uh, that's really, that's really just how you have to handle it. Uh, exciting to say, I know it's been a while, too, 
a little bit of transition here. Speaking of stories, I'm pretty sure we have a fresh uh, Crazy Kyle story from, from your boy Connor. And that we just haven't... Yeah, I'm almost positive, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because we did three of them, so this would be the fourth one. So I'm excited to get to this. I, I At least I think it's a Crazy Kyle. It doesn't say that, but we're going to get to that, too. And, you know, why don't we just go ahead and jump into it. And for those of you who are new to this uh, or are just new to the pod, so started a little series with uh, Connor, who I'm sure you're familiar with now. He had this roommate in college, and he's given him the alias Crazy Kyle, and Crazy Kyle does not disappoint. The stories are wild. If you want to listen to him, I may, um, oh man, I don't know if we'll be able to go back and find the episodes that he was on, but um, go check him out, and I may post him on like social or something later, but... Yeah, if you, I mean, if you have any of these stories, there's obviously um, he uses the voice voice messaging voice memo through Anchor. That's in the link on the page that you can find. I'll put it in the description here. Uh, you are capped at a minute on that. Just a little fun fact for you. But why don't we go ahead and jump into the latest Crazy Kyle story? I'm for it. Are you? All right. Let's see. Let's see what we've got here. Okay, so this was a month or two into living with uh, Crazy Kyle, right? And so he just walked up to me and one of my other roommates and said, Hey, I think we should have uh, random fights out in the uh, empty lot next to our apartment. And we both look at him and then we're like, Dude, why? Well, it'd be good practice. Okay, so you who weigh a buck 25 soaking wet want to have a fight with me and him who are probably both at this point about 190 pounds or so so if we win cool we beat up the 125 pound kid if we lose we got beat up by the 125 pound kid so no i don't want to do that with you kyle i really just do not i wow <laughs> oh, crazy Kyle, you do not disappoint. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> Just out of the blue too. Like I'm picturing this is like a Tuesday afternoon and and he just either walks in or is hanging out in there. It's like, hey, you know what we should do? Fights. Where we should do them? Right outside. Why? To practice. I love it. Just practice for the sake of practice. I love that. Just to be ready. And I feel like the person who says that is the type of person who has probably never, ever actually been in a fight altercation. I mean, I'm kind of in that, in that kind of in that bucket, but at least I've been in enough, I don't know, instances. I, I really haven't been in a full-fledged fight or anything like that. But I do have a certain level of respect for like, yeah, you, you know, you generally want to avoid fights at, at all costs. So, uh, <laughs> but just to practice, usually I feel like these usually these type of people are the people who have zero experience and zero business fighting or getting in some sort of altercation. And I think the general rule of thumb is even if you are someone who can fight, you know, could beat the living daylights out of someone, like, avoid the fight. Um, man, but to be interesting. No, I, I, I definitely see that. And it's always too, they're always coming at the people who are like, this is a lose-lose for me. 
I either pound you and it's like, good job, or I lose and I'm like, what just happened? I'm questioning everything I believe in. Wow, crazy Kyle coming in so hot. I love it. Oh, man, yeah. I don't know if, I mean, but at the same time, hearing about what he did to his laptop, I'll try and find those episodes and link to them. We'll see. If not, um, highlight them in some way, shape, or form. Maybe that's a good idea, just to post the crazy Kyle stories somewhere. Hmm. Think about it. Think about it. Let me know. Uh, but yeah, if you, if you go back and hear about what he did to his laptop, then just wow. Uh, because it wouldn't connect to the Wi-Fi or something, I think. Yeah. So maybe he does have that crazy person strength. You know, there's that like crazy, like, okay, you don't want to get this person riled up because you don't know what they'll do. I mean, his name is crazy Kyle, but at the same time, but 25, I'm getting, a, I'm getting a better physical image of this kid, and I mean, it sounds like he's a real danger to things that can't fight back, uh, but, if, but if there's any potential that it fights back, I think you have a chance, um, and, or he doesn't have a chance, I should say, so, wow, interesting, okay, yeah, don't want to, mm-hmm, that's wild, I was almost in one fight, and it was a weird situation, and I'm not fighting him, because, honestly, I don't know, I don't know, I'm just... In general, I'm I'm not really much of a fighter, but uh, I also he, here's my whole stance, right? And I've ha- I've had some friends tell me this before. They're like, "Man, like you're you're nice and whatnot," and they're like, "I feel like you're that type of person that like if you did get in a position where you were ready to throw down, like you would see red and just would destroy somebody." And th- this is really this is probably really what it would be. Either either it's like to get me to that point where I'm ready to fight. Like I'm either gonna come in. And I'm just going to get like one shot at knocked out like like Ronda Rousey did to so many people. And except I'm going to be on the receiving end of that. Right. Like stand no chance. Just get destroyed <laughs> or I'm going to I'm going to go crazy spider monkey. And it's going to be like you're, you're like nobody's going to know what's what's happening. Not even me. I'm just going to see red. And then afterwards I'll be like, what just happened? Like, where am I type situation? You know, and I don't I honestly don't know. I, I I'd like to think that I'm 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 that I'd find that that place, or or if I get pushed to that pushed to that point, then it would put me in that place of just seeing red and and no holds barred and like game on and here we go and I just throw down uh, because nobody wants to sit there and be like yeah no I'd I'd be an absolute uh, I'd get absolutely trounced I don't know what I'm saying that word absolutely pummeled. You know, I stand no chance. I'm not a fighter. But at the same time, it is to know if if you do know you are that person, then I mean, strategy, right? Carry police baton. I don't know. No, okay. Look, this is getting weird and awkwardly violent. I'm gonna we're gonna shift out of this now. Uh, no, no crowd prompts here. Uh, you guys can you guys can send in whatever, but <laughs> I'm not gonna prompt anything on that. All right, state fair has been in town, and. Honestly, I think this has been my most successful trip yet. And you say, how do you measure success at the state fair? You might be asking yourself that. Well, let's just take a minute, all right? Let's just walk through this. So, state fair's back. A, do you go to the state fair? I do. Do you enjoy it? B, why do you go to the state fair? I'll answer these questions. Yes, I go to the state fair. I didn't really start going until late high school. and Or at least I don't remember going much as a kid. And that's fine, you know? Um... And I usually always enjoy it. And why do I go? It's uh, to check out the people, to look at some fun booths. But primarily, it is to eat my brains out of some wacky food, okay? 
food that I can't get 90% of the time, 90% of the year that I can really only find here because we all know that a, it's like 12 bucks to get in the fair. If you're an adult, you don't go on a special day and then, or if you're not like military senior citizen, whatever. And then, and then we all know the food and the drinks are just way overpriced and like it, it can be kind of a trope. So it's like, get the stuff, get the crazy stuff you can't usually find. And it kind of makes it worth it. Right. So, you know, when I first started doing this, my initial, my initial play was like, bring like 40 or 50 bucks, not that's outside of the cost to get in and just go around. All that goes on food. And if you're familiar with the Oklahoma state fair, and I'm talking about the, the, the actual state fair, not the Tulsa state fair, that one doesn't count. That's their own thing. They're trying to be themselves. This is the official state fair though. Okay. This is the real ones in Oklahoma city. It's the real deal. Uh, Tulsa state fair can kick rocks, fight me. Um, so, yeah, so if you're familiar at all, it's kind of broken down into two main sections. I mean, there's like several buildings and there's stuff all about the buildings, but then there's, but then like on the south side, it's mainly all rides and carnival games and, and then on the, and then you go on the north, other side and the north, north half of it is mainly all food. And so I live on that north half. I don't, I don't go on the south side at all. I don't. Cause I don't care about that. A, what am I going to do with this dumb stuffed animal that I could probably find on Amazon for however much I'm spending for the chance to win it. Right. And, uh, and look, if that's what you're into, good for you. I'm, I'm speaking for myself here. It's not for me at all. It's dumb and it's stupid. And with how much of an adrenaline junkie I am and how much crazy stuff I've done to me, there's like these rides are eh, like, they're boring. They're boring. Right. And I'm paying however much and they're also kind of rickety and, the value that I get from food is so much greater in the sense I'm, I'm getting to enjoy it, yes, in that moment. Then I'm having the memory. And then if, if, if I get there, be there with other people, I get to share it, right? And so it's like it's breaking bread, or in this case, breaking fried food. The breaking breading <laughs> on the fried food is what we're doing. And it's just, it's so much more valuable to me. So that's, that's kind of my strategy, right? Don't touch the games. Don't, I mean, they're all tropes too. And I'm not that type of person that like has it figured out. That's like, Ooh, yeah, I know the secret to winning this carnival game. And, and, uh, and you know, you can do it. We've all seen those YouTube videos and good for you. If that's what you do. I'm not about that at all. I don't even touch it. Don't even bother with it. And then I'll walk through the buildings and, you know, look at the new cars and just walk through some of the booths. Cause they sometimes have some interesting stuff, but most of it's just kind of like whatever. And, it's funny too. They're always like, "Oh, prices you can't get outside normally outside of the state fair." I'm like, "Well, I paid twelve bucks to get in here, so that might if that's." And I get with like a hot tub that wouldn't offset the discount, but with like small things like soaps and whatnot. Oh, if I'm, you know, if they're fifteen percent off, well, I I paid that fifteen percent just for the opportunity to come and walk by here, so it kind of offsets to me. But uh, that's been my that's been my mo. Well, something that I didn't know and. If you're listening, you, there's still time. You have two days, two and a half days, two and a quarter days, really, to go to the state fair. It's closing this weekend, and uh, it's a good time. It's worth it to me. So there's still time for you to go and do this and, and employ this strategy. Well, now this time, as an adult, you know, I'm also married. I, I've upped my budget, and it's a hundred. It's a hundred bucks 
Now, I will say the one mistake I did make is I didn't factor in the $24 of admission for my wife and I to get in. So, fell short there. So, I, I came in with 76 bucks then instead of my full 100 and was a little disappointed and a little nervous. That wasn't going to be enough. Turns out it was the exact perfect amount. All right, it was about, we were in the evening. Sun was going down, so it was kind of cooler. It was a Thursday night and it was, it was, it was, um, let's see what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah, it was, it was, it was a solid time frame, like two and a half hours and we ate all the food we could want and we got to see, we had to walk through literally like all the buildings and so it was great. It was awesome. So yeah, we mission accomplished and I spent exactly all $100. Never done that before. Got to eat all the food that I wanted to eat. Got to see all the stuff that I wanted to see, which we know is mainly the food. So that's one of the same. And I literally spent my exact amount of money. All right, I almost treat it like a lot of people treat the casino, you know, and they go there, they're like, they, they, they take 100, 200 bucks cash, 50 bucks, 20 bucks cash, whatever, they go in, I'm like, this is all I get, and see how long this lasts me, if I win some, great, if I lose it all, whatever, and I mean, except, except there's no guarantee, except there's no chance of me winning any of my money back, oh, that just got a little more depressing, anyways, and so we went in there, and I mean, pure success, right? So we lay down the gauntlet here. Had uh, had our, our lemonade, the staples, my fair staples, right? Get get some lemonade. Now I wish we would have gotten the the bucket that has a handle on the top, the giant jug. But we still got a giant cup of lemonade. So we get a lemonade and our jug of root beer. We're cruising around, right? Uh, my wife gets giant corn on the cob. She likes it. My sister gets curly fries. It's good. Uh, you know, and we're kind of cruising around. They're seeing stuff they want to eat. We obviously, the turkey leg is what we look for. And then I go for my, my, my fried candies, all right? So that's the Snickers and Oreos. And I did the Twinkie this year, but I probably won't do it again. So because it more or less tastes like a funnel cake. Oh, and my sister let off strong with the funnel cake. Now, pro tip that I did not know about that is actually less appealing now because thanks, COVID, uh, is Ram, Dodge Ram always has a they always have a truck expo and little course. And, and what it used to be, my sister was telling me, her and my dad would do this. You go, you sign up, and you can drive on this little closed course, this little two-minute course, and you get to drive the truck. You go in the you know, five miles an hour max. But they, they go up this real steep hill. They go over these bumps. You go over this, um, you go up on, you know, on this little uh, half hill where one side of you goes up, and so you're tilted, and all this fun stuff. And, we, and we're like, yeah, let's go do it. So I add that to my, you know, I'm going to add that to my routine. And we go, and because of COVID, now you just get to ride in it. And they blast through the course. It was like 30 seconds. That's what it felt like. It was cool. It's a brand new Ram, super fancy, but kind of a bummer. So anyways, yeah. Uh, but still, maybe worth checking out for you. It's still fun. You still get to see cool new car, and it's better. You get to experience it, at least even if it's just for two minutes, versus you know just sitting in the ones that aren't even turned on in the little auto show building. But So we do that. Um, yeah, and we find, I find my Snickers, my Twinkie, my Oreos, cash out on those, then we get our giant turkey leg, oh my gosh, and then pull some hijinks, right? So my sister's going to get the funnel cake, and she, she gets it, and they douse this thing in powdered sugar, and so I, I tell my wife, I said, hey, start recording. When she turns to face us and walk away, I'm going to blow on it, and that powdered sugar is going to poof up, and it's going to go all over. So we have this thing planned out perfectly. She turns, I blow, and it is about either, you would think that my lungs are that of a dying squirrel because the 
how little powdered sugar went up on my sister was so disappointing. Like got like a little bit on her arms and a tiny little dot on her shirt. And I was like, well, that was, that was anticlimactic. So, uh, but then I realized later that the time to do that, if you're going to pull that prank on somebody, what you do is you wait till they're done eating and they're still, but they're holding their empty plate that isn't so empty has full of powdered sugar. So a few minutes later, after we finished it, we're in the line to get our jug of root beer. I see her, she has it. And I just look and I go, oh, this is perfect. And I just go, I, I just come from the bottom, like just a mean underhook to the body, just whoo, smoke the plate. And I mean, douses her in the powdered sugar. And you ask, why did you do this? Because it's funny. And, and just covers her. It was awesome. Um, I think I went, I think I was just like, Hey, wham, like made the, made the noise even too. It's pretty freaking great. So I enjoyed it, but lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Um, that was the hijink and we got to see a lot of cool cars. And, uh, I think, I think this fair is the place to buy a hot tub if you're ever in the market because they always got some floor model discounts and all this good stuff. And there were so many hot tub booths. It's crazy. Oh, and then lastly, you finish it all off with some nitrogen ice cream. It's in the same spot every year. Go there, get your little nitrogen ice cream. It's so good. I will say my biggest rule for the fair is I try and get things that I can't get outside the fair. So for me, it's like pizza on a stick. Don't really care about that. A, pizza is already finger hand food. Like you don't, you eat with your hands. So you put it on a stick and it's more or less the same, and I guess it's kind of wrapped up. Maybe it's a little bit easier to eat. To me, it's just not appealing. I know some people are like, pizza on a stick, yeah! And I'm like, I mean, you could just buy some skewers, and when you get pizza, just throw it on the stick. Am I wrong? I'm being too much of a hater here? Okay, nope. So, don't understand pizza on a stick. Would never waste my money on that. Um, let's see, there's something else. Like, yeah, like bacon on a stick or chocolate-covered bacon, not appealing. I think when you start messing with bacon too much, like just make the bacon, give me the bacon as normal as it should be, good and crispy. None of, none of, none of you floppy baconists out there, um, you heathens. Crispy bacon or die, and let me just eat it how I eat it. Or, I mean, you could wrap it around a turkey leg, get it caveman style. I, I wasn't feeling it because it was super full at that point in time, but it was awesome. Oh, and then we topped it all off with the Ferris wheel. It was, it was, like I said, it was honestly maybe the perfect fair experience that I've had up to this point because we we were able to do that, and then and then we I literally had twelve dollars left, and it was six dollars per person to ride Ferris wheel, the big Ferris wheel too. Don't waste your time on the baby Ferris wheels. This one's like twice the size of the smallest one, one and a half times the size of the medium one. It's so much better. Now they might put you with strangers if there's only a couple of you because they can fit like four or five in each thing, but. So hopefully you just don't get anybody super weird. You don't get any crazy Kyles who are like, hey, let's practice our fighting when you're at the top of the Ferris wheel. <laughs> and then you're like, uh, maybe not. <laughs> no, don't, oh, Kyle, don't open the door. Please sit down. No, <laughs> help. <laughs> and, but we did that. And so it was, it was like the perfect ending. And then that was like 930 or whatever. And the fair closes at 10. And so clocked out, went home, went home happy. Slept great, feeling great today, and uh, now just trying to eat clean to detox after that because it was a mess. So, uh, it, like, couldn't have gone better. Um, uh, like I said, it was it was pretty awesome. So, oh, also, you got to stop by the Marine booth and see how many pull-ups you can do to test your manhood because you can do 20 is the top prize t-shirt. I did 15, dadgummit, and I got 
a water bottle, which I would prefer just like a sticker, but whatever. I just did it to just to see what I could do. And so that's fun. That's that's the things they do at the fair. Uh, I understand they have some good concerts, but that's my that was my fair experience. And it was honestly like we we managed. I don't know. We just everything was spaced out. It was flowing real good. Everything was spaced out perfectly. I will say another pro tip too. Don't necessarily. The one thing we did learn, the mistake that we did make there was our lemonade. And I mentioned that before. Don't when you come. Don't necessarily stop at the first booth you see right after you go in the entrance because. Those are the primo spots, and so they may not have the best because it's people that realize I don't have the best of the best lemonade, so I'm going to just try and get right by the entrance. I'll pay a little bit more so I can insure and then make up with that in more sales because people are going to stop there because the giant bucket jug one wasn't right by the entrance. So maybe be willing to walk around peruse a little bit. Now, we'll say root beer jugs, that's probably kind of a wash. That's all the same. But you know, I think we know what I'm talking about. There's all those different lemonades. Uh, if I would have had the money, I would have gotten the little pina colada and a pineapple. That sounded awesome, but um, didn't have the money. And so that's fine. Would have if I would have calculated in the emissions, but it's fine. Literally spent exact, the exact amount of money I took out there to spend. Got to eat all the food I wanted to eat. Couldn't ask for a better experience. So, would love to hear about your fair experiences. A, this year, uh, B, ever. Oh, also got to see plenty of interesting people. So many people who look like they were, like they were out on the night for a town. Like, almost like clubbing, cocktail attire, or like concert attire. You know what I'm talking about? And I'm just like, like girls looking, trying to look way too cute. Not on a date even, looking way too cute. And I'm like, I hope you're not cruising the fair for some talent. Because... Um, you're going to get old three tooth Willie over here. Yeah. Who's, who's missing half an arm serving sausage, sausage, uh, pull a sausage out of his uncle's, um, booth here. And he just travels around the country. Yeah. No, thanks. Mm-mm. Um, hard pass. <laughs> so lots of interesting, plenty of interesting characters. Nothing to really take super note of, but it was a grand old time. So would love to hear anything, any and all of your fair experiences, how you like to approach the fair. What's your game plan? Um, you know, are there, do you try and go on a weekday? Do you go during the day, during the night? Uh, do you, do you, do you wait and do you hit it that opening weekend, hit it hard? Cause I will say that too. The, the number of people there was pretty just like average. Like there were no super, super long lines, at least that we jumped in and it, we didn't feel overly crowded. So it was great, but yeah. Wow. Here we go. Like I said, lots of stuff to get to and I'm probably only going to get to a couple things. And that's what we did. Went 34 minutes. Wow. So anyways, I hope you had a great week. Hope you got to go to the fair. If you haven't, hope you get to the fair. Hope it's PDFG and you get you get to do all the fun stuff that you like to do at the fair. Um, if you don't have, if you if you've never really been to the fair or you don't really have a game plan, uh, I'm you, you've got mine right here and you could test it out. See what's happening about it. And... And, and take a shot at it because, I mean, I, I would recommend it. It's pretty pretty darn great. I didn't eat supper. My supper was all that junk I ate, so uh, test it out. But I think this is where we're going to close out the episode. I want to thank everyone for listening. would love you guys to like, share, send in a five-star review, um, or use one of our five ways to send in um, your thoughts, feedback. Follow me. It's the Rambling Viking Podcast on Instagram. Uh, same on Facebook, or if you follow the link below, it'll take you to the the web page, and it has all the info. We're on YouTube, Rumble. I'm not posting full episodes there yet. We're mainly just doing clips because there's no video uh, component, so it's just the audio. 
clips, trailers, different things that we do. Uh, don't forget, I have the pigskin pick'em. You can still join that. Uh, it should be open all season, and that's where you make your picks alongside me for the NFL games every week and see if you can outdo me. I, I cover those. That'll, that's every Wednesday's episode where we talk about that, and I uh, might try. Might do a college. Uh, pick them as well. So um, we appreciate you guys all listening and uh, send me in any crazy wallet stories, state fair stories, anything and everything. Connor, give us our next crazy Kyle story for next week. But that's where it's going to do it. Keep it PDFG. Don't be afraid to ride the lightning. And thank you for being a part of the Hanyak Horde. Viking is out.